Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In 1975, New York City was over $11 billion in debt, and the banks were no longer there to bail them out. Instead, the bankers made them sweat, never showed up to the meeting, and then created a committee that they controlled so that the banks could manage the city directly. This has been brilliantly documented in the Adam Curtis film, Hypernormalization. The announcement on behalf of the controller is that the offer, which we had expected to receive and announce at 2 o'clock this afternoon, is now expected at 4 o'clock. Paul, does this mean that uh, so far nobody wants those bonds? We will be making a further announcement at 4 o'clock, and anything further that I could say now I think would not advance the interest of the sale, which is now in progress. Does this mean that you have not been able to sell them so far today? We'll have a further announcement at 4 o'clock. What happened that day in New York marked a radical shift in power. The banks insisted that in order to protect their loans, they should be allowed to take control of the city. The city appealed to the president, but he refused to help. So a new committee was set up to manage the city's finances. Out of nine members, eight of them were bankers. It was the start of an extraordinary experiment where the financial institutions took power away from the politicians and started to run society themselves. That was nearly 50 years ago, and so you can be sure that the banks manage everything now. Politicians are merely their puppets, which was recently made blatantly obvious with the public display of Dianne Feinstein and her handlers. Um, you say I. Pardon me? I. Yeah. Uh, to say. I, I would like to support a yes vote on this. Um, it provides $823 billion. That's an increase of $26 billion for the Department of Defense. And it funds priorities submitted. Yeah, just say I. Okay, just... Politicians are only there to keep the people divided and distracted, and they have so far been hugely successful at that. While a cashless society is slowly being built around us, everyone is hyper-emotional about something else and focused on fighting each other, which is most certainly exactly what the banks were shooting for. Because once they get us off of cash and completely onto a digital system, then the banks will have absolute control over each and every one of us. Uh, A key difference with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Folks, find and share that video as always at band.videoandinfowars.com at the mercy of the big banks.
what a title. At, at the mercy of the merciless. We have so much to cover on today's program. It's a, it's, it's a very big weekend. We've got ridiculous bans on climate change policy. Just no more, no more light bulbs. Sorry, no more light bulbs or gas stoves or dishwashers. Sorry, sure, you know, China's building a thousand new coal plants a day or whatever, but uh, you can't have nice, soft, warm yellow light in your house anymore. Uh, we're talking about Hunter Biden, criminal mastermind. The migrant invasion is having massive and dangerous consequences everywhere from the southern border to New York City. Chinese bio labs discovered in California. Biden on vacation once again. And the prosecution of Trump continues. All of that and more on today's episode of American Journal. Stay with us. We'll do your daily dispatch on the other side. It's Monday, July 31st, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. This Monday morning. We have a lot to cover on today's program. Everything from Hunter Biden corruption persecution of Donald Trump, about the climate scam, the Ukraine war, very questionable activities from the Chinese government on American soil, and so much more. Lots of videos to show you as well, so let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. So we got a little freeze up there. Right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 31st of July, 2023. Can you believe July is almost over? Here's your absolutely bombshell story. China-linked biolab discovered in Fresno County, California, had over 900 mice genetically engineered to catch and carry the COVID-19 virus. On March 3rd, an illegal biolab was discovered in a believed-to-be vacant, vacant building in Reedley, California, in Fresno County. City code enforcement stumbled upon the building in December 2022 when they discovered a garden hose running up into the building through a hole in the wall. Totally crazy. So they investigated this. Investigators inspected the building, and it contained a lab... They investigated in July and found a room used to make COVID-19 tests and pregnancy tests. They also found over 35 freezers and refrigeration units that contained thousands of bodily fluids, serums, tissues, and other medical items. Over 900 mice were located at the facility. Court documents identify Wang Zhaolin as the prestige representative on site during the investigation. I guess it was run by a company called uh, Prestige. Xiaolin informed the investigators that, quote, these mice were genetically engineered to catch and carry the COVID-19 virus. Court documents confirm the CDC found potentially infectious agents at the location. These include both bacterial and viral agents, including chlamydia, E. coli, streptococcus pneumonia, hepatitis B and C, herpes 1 and 5, and rubella. The CDC also found samples of malaria. Yeah. Pretty crazy, pretty crazy stuff. We prefer our labs and uh, experimental uh, medical 
containment facilities uh, overseas. We prefer those not in our backyard, run secretly in abandoned buildings. But the Chinese do things a little bit differently. We'll get more into this a little bit later, but absolutely massive story where surprisingly the mainstream media is uh, suddenly aware of biolabs and the extreme danger in having unregulated or you know, just with very little oversight, biolabs run around the world. Interesting. I was told that was a conspiracy theory, but now it's real, I guess. So again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Another hilarious story here in the most depressing way. Saudi Arabia to host Ukraine peace talks as part of Western effort to woo the global south. Saudi Arabia is set to host peace talks among Western countries, Ukraine, and key developing countries, including India and Brazil, early next month as Europe and Washington intensify efforts to consolidate international support for Ukraine's peace demands. Uh, Here's the problem with these so-called peace talks, however. They won't include Russia. No, the summit this year will not include Russia, which Wall Street Journal says has shunned any serious talks of peace and has held on to maximalist demands for any settlement, including annexation of territory its forces don't currently control. A little weird. Why call it peace talks if it's not peace talks? It's very strange because I guess the, the effort here is to woo the global south, they say. In other words, get India and Brazil to contribute more to the war effort. So in, in the most Orwellian, or at this point just democratic way, as in this is the way the Democrat Party works, the peace talks are actually about how to continue and expand the war. The peace talks are about how to get more people contributing to the war effort. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. It's the peace talks where we don't have one side of the conflict instead we're consolidating and expanding the participation in the war really incredible stuff amazing how they do this so we'll again get into that a little bit later just hilarious having peace talks and not having one of the main combatants involved strange very strange DOJ tries to jail key Hunter Biden witness Devin Archer on the eve of congressional testimony. So two stories back to back here. The first from the New York Post published yesterday, July 30th, said the Justice Department is pushing for Devin Archer to report to prison just days ahead of the former Hunter Biden business partner's hotly anticipated congressional testimony. According to new court documents, Manhattan federal prosecutors on Saturday filed a letter requesting a judge set a date for Archer, 58, to start his one-year sentence in a fraud case unrelated to the first son's various scandals. Archer, who is set to deliver closed-door testimony to the House Oversight Committee on Monday about Biden, has been challenging the conviction. So that was yesterday. Yesterday it was DOJ tries to jail key Hunter Biden witness Devin Archer on eve of congressional testimony. And then early this morning we had this reversal. Biden DOJ files new letter allowing Hunter's ex-business pal Devin Archer to testify in Congress on Monday. Biden's DOJ, DOJ reversed course late Sunday, sending a letter out to the Southern District Court of New York demanding that a prison reporting date be set for Devin Archer. The new letter, also signed by U.S. Attorney Damian Williams, reads that, quote, the government writes to follow up on its July 29th, 2023 letter appraising the court of the Second Circuit's mandate affirming the judgment of conviction on this matter. The government, it continues, understands that the defendant is scheduled to provide testimony uh, tomorrow to Congress, July 31st. 
To be clear, the government does not request and has never requested that the defendant surrender before his congressional testimony. As the court knows, to surrender and commence his sentence of imprisonment, the defendant must first be designated to a federal facility by Bureau of Prisons, a process that can take several weeks or months after the court date uh, sets a surrender date. Surrender date, it actually says. Don't think that's a word. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So there's a lot of speculation about this. We can get into it. Some people speculating that it was – it's basically because of Twitter's openness now that this reversal was made to take place. In other words, without a platform like Twitter to talk about this information and provide anger and pushback from these people trying to jail Devin Archer, it may have gone forward anyway. But we'll return to that a little bit later. Meanwhile, the DOE's ban on incandescent light bulbs goes into effect tomorrow. Starting next week, Americans will only be able to purchase LED lights from retailers across the nation as an official ban on incandescent light bulbs will go into effect. Come Tuesday, while it won't be illegal to own incandescent light bulbs, it will be illegal for stores to sell them and companies to manufacture them. (laughs) But you can own them. But you can own them. They won't kick down your door and... uh, you know, shoot your dog trying to get your incandescent light bulbs yet, yet, but don't push them. Federal government's warnings started in January that it uh, and have been getting progressively more aggressive as they want to make sure Americans don't go back in time. The government announced a ban on the manufacturing and selling of incandescent bulbs, saying it will help Americans save money and help the environment. Yeah, well, isn't that nice? It won't, though. I mean, that's a lie, but it's nice that they lie like that, I guess. It's strange. Everyone will have to purchase LED or compact fluorescent light bulbs instead. However, some critics of the ban are calling it government overreach, saying lawmakers should let Americans make their own decisions about the light bulbs in their house. Department of Energy says LED lights provide more light using 75% less energy and last 25 times longer than incandescent light bulbs. Yeah, but that's because they're designed that way on purpose. You could have just made something like planned obsolescence illegal since incandescent light bulbs could last pretty much forever, but they don't on purpose to provide a uh, recurring source of income to the manufacturers again we can get in this a little bit later but it's just the latest in the democrats mad drive to outlaw absolutely everything that takes energy i guess very odd maybe we'll do the math a little bit later and see just how pointless this entire exercise is when you really think about uh, how resources are used finally we have this story NBC News reports war is returning to Russia, Zelensky says, after drone attack. Moscow has accused Kiev of carrying out a series of aerial assaults to compensate for struggling counteroffensive on the battlefield. We'll show you the videos of that on the other side and get into what this portends for the course of the war. Two of our best-selling nootropics, or brain boosters, are now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And for a limited time, they're 50% off when you get them together or 40% off when you get them individually. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. Two separate formulas. They both give you good, clean energy without the crash. One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again, with no hangover or letdown. And the other is a very special proprietary formula. That's Brain Force Ultra that hits really, really quick. And I love it. It wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night, but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it at, say, nine o'clock at night. I've got to stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something. And boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book. And then I get two, three hours of energy and then you go right to bed after it. Brain Force Ultra, Brain Force Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. 
A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews. But if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkStore.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints and your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWarsTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off, about to sell out. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal, InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is where you go to support everything that we do here. What we're doing here today, just suggesting, just a, just a suggestion. I'm but a humble citizen. Can we not go to nuclear war with Russia? I just, I, I think it'd be nice if that was at least in the, in the discussion, not expanding, accelerating this war. I don't know. That's just me. The people in power seem to have no interest in even considering that. What I've said makes me a traitor and a Putin puppet. It's just incredible. We'll we'll talk about Ukraine war here. and We'll get into some of the more domestic stuff uh, a little bit later as there is just so much to talk about. Of course, taking your phone calls throughout the show today as well. Let's start with uh, maybe the main story. Today, war is returning to Russia, Zelensky says, after drone attacks. The Kremlin said Monday it was stepping up Russia's air defenses following a new wave of drone attacks inside the country and after Ukraine's leader warned the war was, quote, returning home. Given the evolving situation, additional measures have been taken to improve defenses against air and sea-based attacks. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shogu told a military conference Monday. His announcement came after the latest in a series of attempted drone assaults that Moscow has accused Kiev of carrying out in compensation for a struggling counteroffensive on the battlefield. Meanwhile, Ukrainian officials accused Russia of a deadly new attacks on civilians in the heart of the country. This comes after, they say, three drones were shot down en route to Moscow, but one did make it. Russian officials say three Ukrainian drones targeting Moscow were shot down early Sunday, hours before a major military parade attended by President Vladimir Putin. Images from a crash site in the capital show a facade of a skyscraper damaged on one floor with glass shattered, instructional beams snapped and deformed. So we can actually uh, show the video here. Clip number six, Ukrainian drone strike in Moscow last night. Let's watch. It looks like just a modern downtown. Could be anywhere in America. It's a little bit like Dallas or something to me. Here comes the drone. Here's the explosion. 
pretty different than most of the footage that we've seen out of the Ukraine-Russia war until now. Usually it's rainy drone footage of tanks and fields or columns of soldiers or, or soldiers going through trenches. This, I mean, a weird modern embodiment of uh, war. It, it hits a little different when, despite them speaking Russian, you know, the image looks an awful lot like any city, uh, any downtown center here in America. And to see it being bombed by uh, drones, pretty crazy. Now, Kiev has stopped short of taking responsibility for the drone attacks, but Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky suggested Sunday this could mark a new chapter. Gradually, the war is returning to the territory of Russia, to its symbolic centers and military bases, and this is an inevitable, natural, and absolutely fair process, Zelensky said Sunday in his nightly video address. The Moscow attack, which injured at least one person and resulted in the closure of the city's airspace, followed a dramatic aerial assault on the Russian capital earlier this summer. Of course, when Russia, uh, when uh, Zelensky says that this is uh, inevitable, natural, and, and absolutely fair, what he means is that this is the desired evolution of this conflict, as Lloyd Austin, even Biden himself, have said publicly when sort of going off the cuff and not sticking to their prepared talking points, that the goal of this conflict is regime change in Russia. So, you know, obviously, from where I mean, wherever you want to start, and we can go back to the 90s really to talk about how this tit-for-tat conflict over Ukraine has expanded, um, but at least in 2014 and then once Putin pulled the trigger in 2022, the goal for America and its hegemonic satrapies uh, has been to dethrone Putin and carry out regime change in Russia. That's been their stated goal. And so this just follows in that uh, – towards that goal. That's, that's where we're headed. That's what they want, and that's what's happening. The Kremlin has largely, largely downplayed the threat, seeking to paint the assaults as a sign of desperation in Kiev. Ukraine's long-awaited counteroffensive has so far struggled to achieve a breakthrough with Russia's defensive lines largely holding firm. I need to get the clip. I didn't, I didn't pull the clip yet, but when RFK Jr. was on Lex Friedman's podcast, he went through some of the numbers of Ukraine. Ukraine suffering losses, casualties, or deaths on the battlefield, something like a 7 to 1 ratio to Russia. And essentially, the strategy now is to just send as many Ukrainian young men into the meat grinder as possible to prolong the war and turn it into a war of attrition. Bizarre, since that's exactly the type of war Russia has historically been undefeatable in. Russia is a, is a, it's a unique situation, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't know if anybody noticed this, but when there was that little coup, that was all the rage for a day or two with Prigozhin and the Wagner group marching. To, I think that may have been close to the most successful march on Russia that any army has ever carried out I, I don't know it just it seems to me like when when the course of your war turns to we're going to now invade russia you, you're you're not going to do well it's never worked out for anybody but we'll see maybe it'll be different this time maybe it'll be different this time 
and again, just in, in the most bizarre Orwellian way, they're now holding peace talks. That's what they're calling them. They're calling them peace talks without Russia, without Russia being there. What? This makes no sense. This is the war is peace talks. That's what these are. The Orwellian war gaming as they desperately attempt to bring in greater numbers of country into this conflict, get them involved, get them contributing material or weaponry. And then they call it peace talks. Saudi Arabia to host Ukraine peace talks as part of Western effort to woo global south. Again, just sort of reading through the, you know, between the lines here, Saudi Arabia to host Ukrainian peace talks as part of Western effort to bring more countries into the war. They're not peace talks. It's just odd. Saudi Arabia is set to host peace talks among Western countries, Ukraine and key developing countries, including India and Brazil early next month as Ukraine and Washington intensify efforts to consolidate international support for Ukraine's peace demands. Now, I'm a little confused because my memory contradicts this story. Which do I trust? After all, they say that Russia has shunned any serious talk of peace and has held on to maximalist demands for any settlement, including annexation of territory its forces don't currently control. I don't think that's true, though. I think Russia has multiple times attempted to negotiate peace with Ukraine, and every time it's been undermined and prevented from happening by Western influence. Boris Johnson comes to mind, but Anthony Blinken carried out the same thing as well, basically demanding that no peace talks happen. So these are not peace talks. The war is expanding. The war is continuing to spiral out of control. And the people in power don't seem to care. I'll cover it on the other side. The stories of Infowars.com. Anthony Blinken downplaying the nuclear threat. Tell us about the products, how we support you, how we support all of ourselves and the big event coming up. Well, yeah, let's the first one. You obviously can go to MyPillow.com, use that promo code Alex, and you can get all these great discounts on all of our products. And just by visiting the site, you're going to get a $20 free gift emailed to you immediately. And there's the, the biggest special we have right now, the 20-year anniversary MyPillow for $19.98 for the queen size, normally $69.98. We're celebrating our anniversary with what my employees do, love doing best. Producing and making the my pillow and the model of businessmen and women with can-do know-how using the money for Americana freedom to fight the globalists is what they fear. That's what the deep banking is about. That's what the financial attacks are about. That's why we've got a rush to support MyPillow.com and Infowars.com plus their great products at both places because we are the tip of the spear. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news. Today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The American Journal. The war is peace talks. I think that's an accurate name for it. They claim only peace talks despite not having one of the primary combatants in the war involved. It's very bizarre. Very strange, very nonsensical, but there it is. 
So they're hosting these in Saudi Arabia. According to diplomats involved in the discussion, the meeting would bring senior officials from up to 30 countries to Jeddah on August 5th and 6th that comes amid a, a growing battle between Kremlin and Ukraine's Western backers to win support from majoring major developing countries, many of whom have been neutral over the Ukraine war. Ukraine and Western officials hope the efforts could culminate in a peace summit later this year where global leaders would sign up to shared principles for resolving the war. They hope that these principles could frame future peace talks between Russia and Ukraine to Kiev's advantage. Again, the way they're framing this, very bizarre. Just read between the lines. What they're saying is that they're holding a, a war summit, try to get more allies into the alliance to oppose Ukraine. Again, it's, it's hard to even report on any of this stuff because on the same day, you'll get headlines from two different sources that t- say two completely opposite things. You get one report just talking about what a horrific failure the counteroffensive that Ukraine has launched has been. They just feed more and more human souls into the massive meat grinder, achieving nothing, gaining nothing, but sprinkling the entire landscape with unexploded ordinances that will affect Ukraine for generations to come. And then you read another article that's like Ukraine, massive gains in their counteroffensive. It's like, all right, somebody's lying because these are incompatible with one another. But I don't know which one, except that generally, you know, it's like, you know, the West lies about this stuff. Like, you know that everything you're getting from the Biden administration or the Pentagon is probably a lie. You know, like when they say they're holding peace talks (laughs) without Russia, trying to incorporate other countries into their war. You know, peace talks. It's wild. So you got this from Reuters today. Ukraine reports fierce fighting in northeast. A senior Ukrainian official reported heavy fighting in the northeast of the country on Sunday with Kiev's forces holding their lines and making gains in some areas. Russia's military said it had halted Ukrainian forces in the northeast. The military also said it brought down three Ukrainian drones, which had tried to strike Moscow and damaged a high-rise building reported to house government offices. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky described Sunday as a good day, a powerful day at the front, particularly near Bakhmut, where Ukrainian forces say they're retaking ground lost when Russian forces took the city in May. Ukraine did not directly claim responsibility for the drone attacks, but Zelensky said the war was gradually returning to Russia's territory to its symbolic centers. Again, the point of this is that this is a proxy war for the American hegemonic NATO conglomeracy that conglomerate that uh, has stated its its actual goal is regime change in Russia, which you know retrospectively sort of gives Putin all the right excuses to actually invade Ukraine. If this is if this was the long term plan of NATO and America to build up Ukraine's armament, to eventually bring it into NATO, to perhaps launch an attack on Russia, then striking this preemptively is perfectly justified in my view. Which is why they don't like letting Biden speak off the cuff because he says things like we have to get that guy out of office talking about Putin. So I guess you can just add this to another country that America is desperate to bring about regime change in, you know, Libya, Syria, Iraq, Iran. We just 
are desperate to eliminate anybody that is not under our strict control. The people in charge of this on the American side seem to be suicidal in their negligence. Anthony Blinken has come out saying nuclear war is no worse than climate change. The threat of nuclear annihilation is no more serious than the threat of climate change, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has claimed. Blinken's critics argue that Washington is risking nuclear war by arming Ukraine. In an appearance on 60 Minutes Australia on Sunday, Blinken was asked whether nuclear war or climate change represented a greater threat to humanity. He responded, quote, well, you can't, I think, have a hierarchy. There are some things that are front and center, including potential conflict, but there's no doubt that climate represents an existential, uh, existential challenge to all of us. So for us, this is the existential challenge of our times. He continued, adding that, quote, doesn't mean that in the meantime, there are not severe challenges on the international order like Russia's aggression against Ukraine. With July set to go down as the hottest month in history debatably. The UN has called for accelerated action to reduce carbon emissions, including a global end to coal use by 2040. Earlier this summer, U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate John Kerry demanded an overhaul of the world's agricultural system to reduce carbon emissions from farming in a bid bid to avert half a degree of warming by mid-century. Such an an easy solution. Just stop farming. Oh, just stop. Just stop growing food, and then we can stop half a degree, maybe, but probably not. But actually, definitely not. But regardless, do it anyway. Destroy your your farming, regardless. And then, of course, they come out with studies that show, like, when you actually replace farming with like machine lab created meat. If you actually care about carbon, you're actually going backwards. But regardless, this is like. You know, somebody having a gun to their head, very worried about the gun to their head. And the, uh, you know, person advising them is like, you know, but cancer is a lot more likely. You know, cancer is actually probably more likely going to kill you. And it's like, okay, but there is a gun to my head. There is somebody holding a gun to my head with their finger on the trigger. Maybe this is a more important threat to be concerned about right now. I get it. There's like an underlying, like maybe threat of like pollution or whatever, but there are nuclear missiles armed and prepped and being moved to you know countries closer to uh the west like belarus are being moved to the northern border of canada right next to sweden like maybe the gun to your head should be a little bit more of a concern for our secretary of state than trying to change the weather i don't i mean that's just me it's just incredible President Joe Biden's administration continues its policy of open-ended support for Kiev's military. The U.S. and its NATO allies have armed Ukraine with long-range missiles and are currently discussing the supply of American-made fighter jets to Kiev amid repeated warnings from Moscow that such weapons dramatically raise the chances of an all-out war between Russia and the West. So again, if you go back to our little, our little metaphor, this is, you know, the gun to your head while the person in the room with you not the one holding the gun, but like your advisor, your friend, the person that you put in charge of uh, protecting you from the man with the gun is telling you that cancer is the real threat and poking the man with the gun with a, with a long stick, with a sharp stick, poking him in the gut, increasing the chances that that guy gets pissed off and pulls the trigger and blows your brains out. They tell you that cancer is, is really the thing you should be concerned about. Again, people call this incompetence. It's not incompetence. These people are psychopaths. 
they're on a warpath. Nuclear exchange would really only accelerate their plans. After all, we are seeing more and more headlines about how South Africa is achieving carbon neutrality by collapsing into a failed state where they can't upkeep their energy grid for more than 12 hours a day. And that's a good thing, apparently. Hey, you use a couple nuclear bombs, wipe out a couple cities, sure, there'll be radiation for a little while, but then that goes away, and all of the carbon that was produced by the cities never comes back. It's really a win-win for the globalist masters. Russia actually threatens nuclear retaliation against Ukraine after drone strikes major city center in Moscow. The story from Infowars.com, the Kremlin threatened to use nuclear weapons against Ukraine in the wake of a series of drone strikes within Moscow's city center on Sunday. Former President Putin ally Medvedev warned that there is simply no way out of its conflict with Ukraine than the use of nuclear weapons. Which sounds scary, but I mean, have you seen how hot it is outside, though? But it's summertime and it's hot. Isn't that a bigger concern? Everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum of CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, uh, your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from, made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country that's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already the lowest price, now even a lower price. Rebel Zen. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks again uh, july 31st broadcast 2023 we'll be live from austin texas infowars.com infowarsstore.com is where you go to support this show the alex jones show the war room band.video all of the incredible content creators we have there and the global great awakening that represents the last chance for humanity to seize liberty from the clutches of the globalist Support us in this mission by going to InfoWarsStore.com. It is the last day of Patriot Pride Month. Patriot Pride Month is almost over. 
and the sales will no longer be available. So go now to make sure you secure your supplements, water filters, air filters, toothpaste, just the bone broth. Everything at InfoWars is powerful. Everything at InfoWars is more than worth it on its own, but you have the additional bonus of supporting this outlet for free speech, patriotism, justice, that anybody of any race, color, and creed could and I think should get behind. Still have a lot to talk about today. We'll take your phone calls as well. I was having a conversation yesterday. One of my sister's friends, she brought her kids over. There's like between the, th- the three of us, me and my sister and her friend, there's like 12 kids running around. Just absolute chaos in the midst of the screaming and madness. Um, you know, she asked me what I do. Of course, I say, have you ever heard of InfoWars? I work for InfoWars. And she was very open-minded about, you know, she's a nice lady and sort of understood what I was, what I'm all about. And she actually was sort of insightful because she was like, she's like, oh, what type of conspiracies? And I was like, well, it's less of like the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot, more like, you know, a small group of people that control the world and are driving us all towards uh, slavery. So not the most, not the most fun topic of conversation on a Sunday afternoon while surrounded with giggling children. But Eh, what, what are you going to do? That's what's happening. That's what's actually going on. And she was kind of empathetic. She was like, wow, if, if, if that's what you cover, like it must be hard to like live a normal life knowing all that stuff is going on. And I was like, yeah, that's – wow, what, a, what an open-minded and empathetic way to, to think about you know, when you learn that somebody is, uh, works at InfoWars or is a conspiracy theorist of some sort. But actually the way she phrased it I thought was interesting because she said – you know, if all of these things that you think are true, you're focusing on every day, it must be hard to just have a normal life after that. And again, not, I mean, this one was very nice. I, uh, nothing against her. But it's, it is this sort of idea of like these things you think are true. And it's like, I just report what's actually happening. It's a very bizarre thing to be at InfoWars. But, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist? It's like not really anymore. No. No, 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 we don't have to theorize anything. I'm just, a, I have been reduced to a, a damn dirty journalist. I just report things now. I just tell you what's actually happening by their own admission, in their own words, with their own papers. Like none of this is speculation, really. I mean, maybe a little bit of prognostication here, you know, a little bit of looking forward and trying to see where this goes. But for the most part, it's just happening. Truly bizarre. The debate I did about globalism where it's like the globalists just are setting up a global government. You can think about that what you will. You can like it or dislike it, but whether it's happening or not, it's not really up for debate anymore. These things are happening. These things are coming. The central bank digital currency, the social media credit scores, the total silencing of dissident opinions through a cooperation of corporate and governmental powers – this is what they're telling you they're doing, and then they do it, and you see it manifest in reality. So there is no speculation here. There is no theorizing, really. There's just telling you what's going on. I've just been thinking about that ever since. As you know, maybe we need to make it a little bit more apparent <laughs> that like none of this is speculation. It's just what's happening. Think about it what you will. We have this story from, from InfoWars 
transsexual request euthanasia in Canada over pain from sex change surgery. Post-operation transsexual Canadian has requested that the socialized healthcare system provide an assisted suicide lethal injection in order to end long-term suffering and pain from surgery to manufacture a, quote, neo-vagina. Louis Cardinal, a self-described sterilized First Nations post-ops transsexual, has expressed immense regret over a 2009 surgery to create an imitation vagina out of an inverted penis, saying the euthanasia would be preferable to the constant pain from the novel operation. The aftermath of the surgery often leaves many in pain, with the resulting neo-vagina effectively being an open wound that needs to be dilated daily to prevent it from closing. Dear God. (laughs) My goodness. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, is this conspiracy theory? I mean, just to put this in other terms, you've got a medical industry now that will take a mentally ill person. It's not an insult. That's not a, a... you know, just just mean thing to say. Even like, and this is the thing we've talked about before: dysphoria versus dysmorphia, and how they change the definition of what this condition is in order to make it the framing of it that your mind is right, your body is wrong, so you can still justify medical intervention. You can still get insurance companies to pay for medical intervention. You can still say this is a medical issue because it's mental illness, but it's not. Your traditional mental illness that would be treated by actually treating the mental illness, it's treated by treating the physical reality that causes you the pain in your mental illness. It's, it's a little confusing, but regardless, you're taking mentally ill people, you're chopping off their gonads, and then if it doesn't work out, you're killing them. This is, this is the modern medical industry. This is best practice. This is what's approved and licensed and then carried out. You're not happy, you're a little depressed, you're a little confused, you're a little uncomfortable in your own body. We'll tell you what, we'll chop off one of your body parts, leave you with an open wound for the rest of your life. And uh, if the constant, continuous, debilitating pain is too much, then we'll come and uh, inject you with cyanide. And that'll be that. It's Canadian healthcare, best in the world. (laughs) Just like, oh my God. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. You can think about it what you will. You can either like that this is happening or not like that this is happening. There's no speculation in this. This is what they're doing. They'll chop your gonads off, gonads off, and if it doesn't work, they'll kill you. The modern world. Aren't you so glad we are progressing into this future of relentless bizarreness? Cardinal applied for Canada's made medical assistance in dying euthanasia program. However, despite the progressive socialized healthcare system being one of the most liberal in providing assisted suicide, the 35-year-old Alberta resident had been uh, initially been rejected, which is strange. Uh, based on current clinical information and consultants, the patient does not meet current made criteria, the doctor wrote. Maybe they have too much money. After all, we know that people in Canada have been assisted in suicide they have been killed by the medical establishment for being poor <laughs> it's just it's so crazy <laughs> yeah i don't know how am i supposed to talk about this how am i supposed to d- take this seriously this is just happening it's the craziest thing in the world canada and france and, and there's other places that are implementing this too it'll be in america soon enough medical assistance and dying for things like being poor being homeless or because the Elective surgery didn't work out quite so well. 
That's solution. Kill yourself. Just kill yourself, I guess. So just just one of the many stories that really gives you a, a nice view into just how nonsensical all of this stuff is. You know, we'll go to clip number five here, too. Oh, shoot, we just don't have time. We'll, we'll have to go to, maybe we'll go to this in the first five minutes of the next segment because it's about the ultra-low emission zones, a.k.a. the 15-minute cities that are being built in the U.K. When these were first announced, do you remember? It was the Oxfordshire. I think the first one was the Oxfordshire neighborhood. And it was announced by the council member saying, this is coming whether you like it or not. And at the time, and ever since then, I've been saying that this is the motto of the Great Reset, the motto of globalism, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the reimagining of life into some sort of ant colony where the people have no free will and their every move and every thought is dictated from on high. And now, strangely enough, Klaus Schwab's daughter has come out saying this exact same thing. Quote from Klaus Schwab's daughter saying, the Great Reset's coming whether you like it or not. Well, there's people that don't like it, and we'll show you the video from them on the other side. But who knew Klaus Schwab, uh, Klaus Schwab Jr. had a sister, and <laughs> she's just as bad <laughs> as, her, as her father. You know, they have this weird, like, neo-nobility thing. Where, like, all of these guys groom their children to be their successors. But it's not automatic. We'll get into that a little bit more. But it's interesting the way these globalists have a neo-nobility there. Tell us about the products, how we support you, how we support all of ourselves, and the big event coming up. Well, yeah, let's, the first one, you obviously can go to MyPillow.com, use that promo code Alex. And you can get all these great discounts on all of our products. And just by visiting the site, you're going to get a $20 free gift emailed to you immediately. And there's the, the biggest special we have right now, the 20-year anniversary MyPillow for $19.98 for the queen size, normally $69.98. We're celebrating our anniversary with what my employees do, love doing best, producing and making the MyPillow. And the model of businessmen and women with can-do know-how using the money for Americana freedom to fight the globalists is what they fear. That's what the deep banking is about. That's what the financial attacks are about. That's why we've got a rush to support MyPillow.com and Infowars.com, plus their great products at both places, because we are the tip of the spear. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Like it or not, that is the motto, or at least it should be, of the World Economic Forum and their various programs, the Great Reset, Climate Change, and various other ways that they're continuously trying to take control over your life and ability to do as you want and pursue happiness how you please. Klaus Schwab's daughter says, quote, permanent climate lockdowns coming whether you like it or not, I'm telling you, that <laughs> should just be, in other words, we'll, we're going to force you, like it's a threat, right? It's a show of power. So you're saying we don't like it, 
Like part, part of what they're saying is true, that we don't like it, and that they're going to try to force it on us. Uh, the other part that they're implying is not true. They cannot force this on us if we oppose them. They can't just do this without the participation and cooperation of millions of people actually helping them do it. Now, when it comes to things like WorldCoin, you have hundreds of people standing in line to participate in their slavery system. So those people are lost to us. But this was what was decided in 1776 that there's not a select group of people that just gets to impose by divine will their demands on the rest of humanity. That as a human being, you have a right to decide what goes on in your town, state, country, and personal life. That's what they're trying to revolt, uh, reverse. Her name is Nicole Schwab. She's the daughter of uh, Klaus Schwab. She's boasted that permanent lockdowns, permanent climate lockdowns are coming, whether people like it or not. So it'll take a similar shape as the COVID lockdowns, only it'll be forever and based off of even less credible science, so-called, in quotes, in air quotes, science. The WF's promotion of the climate emergency narrative seeks to, quote, to, quote, create a change that is not incremental to position nature at the core of the economy, according to Schwab's offspring. Nicole Schwab made the admission in a newly unearthed video that was recorded during a WEF panel discussion back in 2020. The WEF list Nicole Schwab is a member of the executive committee of the WEF, who's also the co-director of Platform to Accelerate Nature-Based Solutions and 1T.org. The group of WEF attendees were discussing how the fake threat of an immediate emergency can be used to further advance the WEF's Great Reset Plan for Humanity. This corresponds with the Project Veritas, James O'Keefe leaked video of the CNN reporter saying that this would happen. Let's take a look at what some of these policies look like. Clip number five is a business owner in one of these low-traffic neighborhoods saying it's destroying him. Let's watch. Obviously, Boris was pedalling around on his bicycle during COVID, wasn't he? Oh, this is a lovely little idea. We have these little communities. How sweet. Well, it's all right for him. This, this road um, has always had a, a very busy community of, of thriving businesses, multicultural businesses, uh, restaurants and bars and shops. And unfortunately, people, because it's become more and more difficult to get here, people just don't come. You know, you can't get staff. They can't get home. Oh, they have to have taxis. The cost of these things is just astronomical. And people don't want to work. You can't get, tradesmen can't come. It takes too long to get here. I mean, and unfortunately, I, because I, I had three businesses here, or I had more than three businesses, um, I, I, you discover what all eggs in one basket is. I mean, for me, unfortunately, it, 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 the, the, the losses have been so high that I've had to, uh, well, I've lost the sight behind me. I mean, I came to the Cowley Road on purpose. And I've been here 31 years making it a better place. I've had restaurants all over the place, North Oxford, High Street, the other side of town, but I've concentrated here. And of course, because it's all impacted all at the same time, <clears throat> eventually something's going to give. Why didn't they do it more sympathetically? Why didn't they just close every third road for, the, for a while just to see how it goes? Maybe persuade the residents to park their cars in the park and ride. If you're going to do it, why should it be okay for them to park their cars here and no one else can get here? You know, why, why do it all at once? It's sad, honestly. You know, it's, it's sad not, seeing people waking up to the reality. They're not persuading anybody. They're forcing you. 
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun on this Monday morning broadcast. Let's talk about some more political news here. In our segment, we're calling Hunter Biden Criminal Mastermind. Trump has warned, they say, this is the headline from uh, InfoWars, squishy Republicans impeach Biden or face primary challenges. Former President Donald Trump had a message for Republicans still on the fence about impeaching Joe Biden, either move ahead with impeachment or prepare to face primary opposition in 2024, saying, quote, the biggest complaint I get, and we have some unbelievable congressmen that I'm going to introduce, and they're not the problem, but the biggest complaint that I get is that Republicans find out this information, and then they do nothing about it. They don't do anything about it, he said, referring to the 2020 election fraud. He says any Republican that doesn't act on Democratic fraud should be immediately primaried and get out. They have to play tough, and uh, they have to play tough, and they have to be have to be tough as well. And honestly, they're not willing to do it. Got a good, a lot of good, tough Republicans around that. People are going to run against them. People are going to win, and they're going uh, going to get my endorsement every single time. They're going to win because we win almost every race. And this is a, a big question. I'm going to. Try to put together an answer to it for tomorrow's show. Because so many times we've seen people recently, politicians or, or pundits, making the most outrageous claims about Biden. You know, similar in vein, in the same vein of what they did with like the 2020 election, where it wasn't just that 2020 election was. Yeah, pretty good, you know, 2020 election was, was fair and the, the correct outcome came. It was the best and most secure election of all time ever, and there was nothing wrong with it. Not a single vote was miscounted or, or wrongfully counted. It's just like that's something about the chutzpah, something about the like confidence in making the most extreme lie possible. I don't know what the psychological lever they're, they're pulling is here, but you see the same thing with the Bidens where they they don't just say, look, you know, maybe – Maybe Hunter made some money off on the side, but you know we don't think Biden was really involved. Instead, it's like nothing Biden or you know Joe Biden or Hunter Biden has ever done is remotely illegal in the slightest. There's not a single shred of evidence. That was a quote from this weekend. Not a single shred of evidence that Biden has ever done anything, even you know unethical, let alone illegal. Like they go so far in their claims of. Biden being squeaky clean, not a single issue, that it really is absurd and, and should destroy their credibility, but no one seems to care about that anymore. Because the evidence is really overwhelming, really like undeniable, but it all needs to be placed in a easily digestible way that I'll do after the show today and, and present to you tomorrow. Because when you, and this is the problem that like Republicans have. It's not exactly their fault because the Democrats control the mainstream media and without the mainstream media constantly regurgitating talking points and taking some event and explaining it over and over and over again and speculating on it and just continually shoving it down people's throat, then people just don't get the message. So you can compare this, compare this with something like, you know, the, during Russiagate, the meeting with 
a Russian agent in a in the Trump Tower. That became like a major thing. Like that event, everybody knows about. Nobody talks about. People still make comments about. They still see it as proof. And like when you actually look into that event, it was not only nothing. It was actually like really seemed like a setup from the FBI. It really seemed like the FBI. You don't remember what I'm talking about, right? They they let in an agent, like they let in a, a known Russian agent that would have been prevented from coming to the United States, except the FBI went out of their way to, you know, green light her entry, sent her to Trump Tower, and then use that meeting to go, oh, see, they're meeting with a Russian agent, and then go after him. Like, to actually understand the whole thing is it's a lot more difficult. But there have been so many instances in the Hunter Biden saga that's been going on for years where you have these like major meetings, these major events, the phone calls, the text messages, the text messages between Hunter and his family saying, I have to give all this money to dad. All of, you know, I give all of my money to Joe Biden because he's the one facilitating all of these business practices. And without the mainstream media harping on these instances over and over and over again and driving them into people's consciousness, people just don't know. They just don't know that this is going on. So to lay out the timeline will be very effective in combating this talking point that like there's no evidence at all. It's it's completely ridiculous to say that. You could make the argument that like well, Hunter Biden's not not the kingpin or whatever. I mean, that argument's wrong anyway, but at least be more respectful than trying to deny that any of this happened. And then all of it has a compounding effect of like you've got the Hunter Biden laptop, which itself is just chock full of proof of the, in many cases, criminal activities of the Biden's family. But then every, every instance like that, like the Hunter Biden laptop, is compounded by the cover-up, by the fact that the intelligence community went out of its way to silence anybody talking about this, how it embedded itself in Facebook and Twitter or the Aspen Institute. And carried out war games where they planned on how to censor this information that they knew to be coming out, which is evidence. That is evidence of wrongdoing, just like a murder suspect suddenly throwing all of their clothes away, right? They like change clothes and the clothes they were wearing are found in a trash bag behind the house. Like, yeah, that's evidence. It's evidence of a cover-up. It's evidence that you're doing something to cover up the crime that you committed. It's circumstantial evidence, but it's definitely evidence. So to say that there's no evidence is ridiculous as you have the evidence. And then the compounding aspect, which itself is even more evidence that they knew something bad is going on. So again, DOJ tries to jail Hunter Biden witness before tomorrow's testimony. This was published yesterday. Then they reversed this and said, no, 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 we don't want to arrest Devin. What? Devin Archer? We love that guy. We're not trying to arrest him. We want him to testify to Congress. Now, that testimony will be taking place behind closed doors. I believe. I was hoping we could watch some of this, but it'll be happening in secret. Hopefully Marjorie Taylor Greene or somebody will come out and do a uh, press conference as soon as it's over. I don't even know if Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be in this one, but uh, whoever will come out and tell us what they've learned behind closed doors. But this, you know, it's weird. It's weird. We don't need this evidence. Once again, just like for the last couple of weeks, we've been complaining. It's like, do we really need another witness? We really need another person testifying. We really need more evidence of what we know beyond any doubt has been and probably still is going on. 
Great. Great. I mean, maybe there's a bombshell. Maybe Devin Archer has some sort of, you know, the, the smoking gun, as it were. But we can add it to the pile of smoking guns, I guess. It's just a pile of smoking guns, all smoking, all incontrovertible evidence. But we have to get more, I guess, more and more and more and more and more. Well, I'm going to show you a video on the other side of uh, comedian Jim Gaffigan on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast talking about Hunter Biden. Not to attack him personally or anything, but because it represents what I perceive as like a very normie take on what is going on with Hunter and Joe. Like it's nice sometimes getting somebody that's like kind of uninformed and kind of dumb but also very outspoken and confident to express what they think is going on because we get to see how like the average normie that isn't in this all the time that isn't following rabbit trails the you know pulling the strings and trying to figure out what's really happening if you just like read the headlines and just assume that what you're seeing on the headlines is absolutely true and you know you don't need interpretation it's just you take it at face value just go about your day, Jim Gaffigan. You don't get a lot of people like that in public talking the way that Jim Gaffigan does. So we're going to go to that video on the other side, try to break down what the what the normie perception of corruption in D.C. is, and how utterly divorced it is from reality, how absolutely wrong it all is. That on the other side, stay with us. We finally have our original best-selling colloidal silver back in stock. With the supply chain breakdowns and all the problems of the economy, we could not get the highest quality colloidal silver for almost three years back in stock. But now we've got it. 30 parts per million from the top lab. We've got a limited shipment. Hopefully we'll have a lot of it in the future. But if you want to experience and have in your medicine cabinet, have in your preparedness arsenal, High-quality colloidal silver from the best manufacturer. We have it right now, private labeled, under the name Silver Bullet at InfoWarsStore.com. Limited supply, 30% off. InfoWarsStore.com, Silver Bullet. Research colloidal silver, find out what a game-changer it is, and then get yours at InfoWarsStore.com. Silver Bullet, back in stock, 30% off. InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give out the phone number now. Give us a call. We'll take your calls throughout the second half of today's program. This is The American Journal. Give us a call at one 2539 We're going to continue to talk a little bit about Hunter Biden, the Biden's corruption, the cover-ups, all of that fun stuff here. Uh, we're going to continue on to talk about the China-linked bio lab in Fresno, California. There's been some major trouble with migrants around the country, including New York City, as well as the persecution of Trump, as I believe today some of the accused will be arraigned in the Trump document case. We also have uh, anti-white hate to talk about, some of that as well. But let's continue with our discussion of uh, Joe and Hunter. And we're going to go to this clip from Joe Rogan and Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan is a pudgy comedian. All right, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to insult him. I'm not going to insult him because, because Jim Gaffigan seems to me like the type of person I actually want to get through to. He's the type of person that actually is just, just misinformed, just doesn't really have a full handle on what's going on, but is conscientious and, and – intelligent, should be able to wrap their minds around scale and scope of the corruption that we're seeing, but just can't quite get over that hump. I think Jim Gaffigan represents like the type of people that need to be spoken to and reasoned with, brought around. So let's go now to this clip. This is Jim Gaffigan on the Joe Rogan experience. This will be clip number two. Or well, I think, look, you know, Joe Biden's relationship with his son or uh, you know, who obviously struggles with addiction. I mean, look, half of our friends struggle with addiction. It's like, you know, he's a compassionate father. Is there some of that, like, um, some, you know, uh, let's make some money with uh, our influence uh, after after we left office or, or during when, office or when he was even when president. we were senator or stuff yeah. like that? Is <laughs> there Wait, some if of we can that? just pause yeah. it for a second. It seems like but there's like, a lot of that. Is there some of that? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's a lot of it, actually. Yeah. And it wasn't when he was senator. It was when he was vice president. It's probably going on now that he's president. But, you know, again, the reason I wanted to play this, I, this is, in a lot of ways, the normie perception of what's going on. Is that, like, Hunter Biden just, he's got some issues with addiction, and Biden's just a compassionate father standing by his son he's not though again this is the perception if you have absolutely no concept of what's actually going on if you've never read the text messages from hunter biden if you've never peeked behind the curtain of the facade of the biden family to see the fetid disgusting rotten heart at the center Joe Biden acts like a mob boss with his son. I mean, the text messages are Hunter Biden being like, I can hardly keep it together because I got to I got to keep paying Joe Biden fifty thousand dollars a month. And he's ruining my life. 
And this idea of, of addiction being some sort of like illness that they have to get through, I mean it's, it's like they are treating addiction like a cancer diagnosis or something. It's just like, wow, you're going after him just because he has cancer? It's like, sure, I get the argument that addiction is a disease or whatever. You can, you can treat it that way any, any way that you want. But the addiction is just a, just a piece. The, the drug addiction is just a piece of it. The degenerate lifestyle, the egotistical lifestyle, the narcissistic mindset of these people should really be in the forefront. And it's not that he's just struggling with addiction. It's that the man is digging up crumbles of Parmesan to smoke it because he thinks it's crack at the same time that he's being paid $80,000 a month by a Ukrainian oil company that directly benefits from actions that Vice President Joe Biden was taking at the time. So again, this has nothing to do with Hunter Biden being addicted to anything, except that that just sort of contributes to his overall personality that drives a lot of this. We'll go back and and we'll talk a little bit more because he, but again, he's like, he's like, was that happening? Yeah. And he downplays. He's like, when he was Senator? No, it was when he was vice president. Okay. Well, but was it happening a little bit? Okay. It was actually happening a lot. Okay. So he's actually using his son as a vessel through which he launders money that he gets by selling out the American people and using his position as vice president to manipulate the geopolitical landscape, which has now led to war. And we're on the brink of nuclear war because of these actions. But I mean, who cares really? Right. That's what he's saying. Let's watch. Is there some of that? Yeah. yeah. It seems like but there's like, a lot of that. But compared to Trump, compared to like Jared getting a $2 billion contract, compared to right. like – If we can pause it right um, there again, first of all, no love lost here for Jared Kushner. It's a, it's a complicated issue, but I guess the question I would ask is for what? What did he get the $2 billion loan for? Was it – I don't know – building giant buildings because the man is a billionaire already and that's what he does and buildings cost billions of dollars sometimes could that be it what does hunter biden do what is he being paid for what is the business that he's in say what you want about jared kushner again i think he did you know gain from helping out trump and i think Trump even knew that and was frustrated by it. But at the same time, Trump was literally surrounded by traitors while he was in office. And at least his son-in-law had some reason to not completely destroy his presidency and, and, you know, betray his father-in-law. So he's in this position where he's like, I got to go with Kushner because he's literally the only one I can at least moderately trust. And yeah, he's making money on the side and he's probably doing things for his benefit rather than mine. But at least he's not you know, Bill Barr, one of these other backstabbers. So he was in a a tough position anyway. But this is where the like, it's like, well, yeah, but Kushner, it's like, so do you care about Kushner making the $2 billion? I mean, clearly he's like knows about that. He's like mad about that. He sees that as evidence of corruption. Is it equally applied to Hunter and Kushner? Because I don't see what Kushner did necessarily as blatant corruption because Kushner actually had a billion dollars. He already was a billionaire. He already did make buildings with and like agreements with international governments. Like this was not just because Trump was president. Suddenly he's making billions of dollars. Be a very different story if that was the case. That is the case with Hunter. With Hunter, he has no skills. He has no, I mean, there's no reason why anybody would trust him, which is where the addiction stuff comes in because 
whether you like it or not, you know, trusting a crackhead with millions of dollars of investment is not a smart thing to do. But they do it anyway because he's the vice president's son. So he has no marketable skills. He has no company that he runs that builds things, builds buildings, or manufactures products. The only thing he's selling is the influence. That's a, that's a big difference here. It's a major difference. It's night and day. Similar with, you know, he says, I'm, well, we'll continue the clip on the other side. I don't know if he mentions, like, one of the big outrages was, like, Trump is charging the U.S. government to stay at his hotels. It's like, but is he, are they staying at the hotels? So he's providing a service, and they're paying for it. There's in there's just a equal exchange of money for goods like that's that's not illegal that's not corruption it's corruption when you're paying eighty thousand dollars a month to a crackhead so that his vice president father will withhold a billion dollars to get a person fired for everything the globalists hit us with God through Mother Nature has given us the answer I don't have to sell you on CBD oil full spectrum of CBD oil the incredible things it does for your nerves your brain uh, your entire physiological system for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're gonna find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from, made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country it's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already the lowest price, not even a lower price. Rebels in. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Again, we're addressing Jim Gaffigan's statements on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's just like a list of sort of the the normie mindset talking points. He said that Hunter has an addiction problem, that Joe's just a compassionate father. He's on the whataboutism, saying, well, Kushner got an investment from Saudi Arabia at some point, so therefore it doesn't matter, I guess, that Hunter was the facilitator helping to bring in millions of dollars to his family's coffers while his father, the vice president at the time, used American tax dollars and foreign aid to force and coerce Ukraine to do his bidding. A series of events which is now culminating in pretty much open conflict with Russia as we drive towards nuclear war. Uh, none of that matters, though, because Kushner at one point built a building in Saudi Arabia. OK. Makes no sense, but this is what he's saying. And he also admits, like, was there corruption? Yeah, probably. He's just admitting, like, but I don't care. It's like, all right, then why should we listen to you? You Like, you clearly – are not a credible person. So let's go back to uh, Jim Gaffigan. I'm tr- trying to be nice to talking to Joe Rogan. You know, like even the documents, like the the documents, the documents. that like Biden had or or uh, Pence had 
uh, versus like Trump literally showing the documents, some of them being of, I think we're going to find out, uh, being really inconsequential. I'm not saying he was selling them. I'm not saying, I don't know if he was, you know, it was like a big swinging move. I think that's different than, um, you know, Pence having some documents in his house that he shouldn't have. Um, but it's literally exactly Pence or Biden. I'm t- Pence had documents. Yeah, but I, th- I don't think anybody's really concentrating on Pence. But like I, by the way, I I do want to make clear that I do have the approach of like I could find something out and be like, all right. But like there is part of me that's like it's v- very little doubt in my mind that that Trump is the the most corrupt and uh you know you know was you know like just the the uh you know it's not you know like Andrew Jackson was like uh you know did horrible things but like I don't begrudge someone having kind of like kick ass and take uh, take no prisoners kind of attitude it's you know it's not the style it's just i think that there's repeated corruption i mean like i but there's I, repeated corruption with the biden administration the, the 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 corruption with his son first of all his son struggling with uh, addiction that's not my concern i mean yeah. I, I it sucks it sucks when if you have a kid that's a yeah. that's hooked on crack and is a, a complete disaster and he pulls himself out of it congratulations for him I, that's not what yeah. i it's the corruption. It's the the clear influence by foreign agents and foreign. You don't think Trump has more corruption? I don't think there's evidence the same way that there's evidence right now because of the laptop and because of the recorded conversations. There's real evidence that they were getting money from other countries. What about- it's interesting, isn't it, that uh, Jim Gaffigan brings up the the document case about Trump. It's kind of strange, isn't it, that he, he doesn't bring up the, the Russia collusion. He doesn't bring up, you know, what Trump was impeached for, the Ukraine phone call. He doesn't bring up a lot of the uh, – pre. He, he only brings up the most recent and in-the-news claims about Trump being corrupt, the, the document case, which likely itself will be proven out to be totally baseless, groundless, and performative, just like the Russiagate investigation. This is the weird thing. Did the Russiagate investigation never happen to these people? Do they just completely forget that for two years or more you had a special investigator, Robert Mueller, with unlimited access to all of Trump's information and everybody around Trump's information and like warrants whenever he wants? Like did they forget that all of that happened and it came out to absolute zero? It came out to absolutely nothing? This is the crazy thing. They go on these investigations. They really prove – beyond any reasonable or, or unreasonable doubt, just beyond any doubt whatsoever that Trump was completely clean, had no corruption to speak of, because if there was even a slightest shred, it would have absolutely been headline news and you know fodder for you know more of their show trials. And it's just like they just move on. They just forget that that ever happened. They still sort of take the claims at face value. They still repeat them. As if the investigation never happened. Trump more corrupt than Joe Biden, the guy who didn't even take a paycheck as president, who left the presidency billions of dollars poorer than he started it. The prosperous businessman who paid for his own campaign and who opposed 
the big money influence in politics and went against everything the establishment had designed. He's somehow more corrupt than the lifelong career politician who is a multi-multi-millionaire despite only ever holding public office, whose son and whose brother have been caught red-handed taking bribes, discussing the bribes, discussing the collusion, discussing the selling out of the American people. Like claims without evidence can be dismissed without evidence, right? But what happens when the person just keeps making the claim? When you have a two-year investigation into claims of Trump uh, corruption that come up completely empty – And then people just go, yeah, but he's still corrupt anyway. Yeah, but there's still more corruption on the Trump side than the Biden side. It's just totally baseless. I mean, it's a frustrating thing because how do you how do you argue with people who don't require evidence for their beliefs and don't change their beliefs to fit the evidence? Who clearly have partisan bias to what what they care about, what they believe, and admit that and acknowledge that, but just don't care. I don't know. I don't know if he considers himself like informed and intelligent. Like, you could at least have the modesty to just be like, I don't know. I don't, is he corrupt? Maybe. Yeah, sounds like it. Like, that's the thing. And that's why I don't understand. When someone's like, well, Jared Kushner got $2 billion a deal, and that could have been for political influence. I love Trump. Trump. You know, had Jared Kushner in his office. I thought that was a bad idea. We talked about it all the time while it was happening. Didn't like Kushner. Didn't like what he was up to. Didn't like him and Ivanka influencing Trump. Didn't like how they were making money off of it. At the end of the day, if you told me that Kushner got $2 billion because he was influencing political decisions, I'd say investigate it. If there's evidence, lock him up. Like what is so hard about doing that? Why can these people not do that? Why do they have to act like this is about addiction or about Joe Biden being a compassionate father. Like is this is this where we are now that like it's it's almost an inversion of of what it used to be. You know, it used to be that like if you had a it'd be like embarrassing. It'd be like a a stain to have a kid like Hunter Biden. To have somebody addicted to drugs like it would be a reflection of their moral character that people would go, you know, this is this is more evidence of how he and his family are, are bad people and take now it's like okay launder your money through your crack addicted whoremonger son and then instead of his bad behavior and his immorality being a negative it's a shield against you it's crazy it's like by using his son hunter to launder his money that's it's as simple as that it's literally just like Oh, I can't take the check directly. We'll give it to my son Hunter, and he'll transfer the money to me. Like it's a sim- literally as simple as that. These people can't see through the complexity of that deception. Apparently, people like Jim Gaffigan are just like, I don't understand. Wait, so he gave money to Hunter, but then Biden's bank account got bigger. I don't understand. How could this be? What's going on here? It's not that complicated. He launders money through Hunter Biden. He used Hunter Biden as his proxy to go make deals. And feed him the information so he could then do the political things that the people were paying for. It's really not that complicated. But somehow, Hunter Biden's crack addiction and whoremongering and being a pornographer is like a shield against criticism. 
The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. For everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum of CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, uh, your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from, made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country. It's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already at the lowest price, now even a lower price. Rebels in. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we'll go out to your calls this segment. I, I just want to finish up with talking about Biden. Just with a simple thing that I, I hope people can understand. It's from USA Today. Will GOP attacks on Sun hurt, hurt Joe Biden in 2024 election? It says the White House and con- congressional Democrats suspect the GOP is using Hunter to advance its own political agenda to damage Joe Biden heading into next year's election. Okay. They say Republicans, someone named Kendall, author Joshua Kendall, who wrote a book about um, presidents being parents. And they say, he says, Republicans are certainly trying to slime the president's character through his son, Kendall said. Well, the GOP investigations into Hunter have often seemed like a mud-slinging contest, slinging mud. Does it ever occur to these people that if Hunter Biden wasn't the figure through which Joe Biden laundered his money and interacted with foreign businessmen to make millions of dollars to change American policy overseas – that the GOP wouldn't go after Hunter Biden? I mean, we know the Democrats did and do continue to go after Donald Trump's kids. Things have nothing to do with politics. Donald Trump Jr., who's not even involved in his father's administration, like 
anything he did even remotely objectionable was front page news apparently investigated by the FBI, like all this crazy stuff. So, I mean, again, if you're doing the the whataboutism, the whole thing is wildly out of balance. But again, I'm just looking at like like the defense versus offense play of this where somehow by making Hunter Biden the central figure in his corruption, he can't be criticized for it. The corruption's still there. It's still happening. It's happening through his son. Then they go, oh, you're, you're mudslinging. You're mudslinging at him. And so it sort of goes like this. It sort of goes, you start off with like, hey, you know, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, probably the first time most people heard about Hunter Biden was because he was making $80,000 a month from Burisma. Most people looking at that, kind of tilting their head and being like, that doesn't make any sense. What? Then they look into it and they're like, wait, he's a crackhead, weirdo, unskilled idiot, and he's making $80,000 a month from a Ukrainian oil company? That was being investigated until Biden withheld money and the investigator got fired like that. There's something wrong there. So it starts with like the corruption aspect with the why is he making this much money? What is he getting for this much money? Why is he involved in overseas organizations from Ukraine to China? Starts off with the corruption and it's completely ignored. Told shut up. Stop talking about it. Doesn't matter. You're a conspiracy theorist. Doesn't matter. So it's like. The laptop comes out, tons of text messages showing this happening, like really laying out exactly how this works and who's making money and for what and 10% to the big guy and $50,000 a month in rent he's paying to somebody, like clearly money laundering, being an artist and selling the paint that he spits on canvas for millions of dollars to anonymous buyers. It's – and it's ignored. And they say, shut up. And then there's all this like pornographic material and weird incestuous stuff and like hooking up with his dead brother's wife and ignoring his own child and not letting her use his last name. It's like there's so much stuff and it's all ignored. And so at a certain point, it's like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like holding up pictures in Congress being like, can we talk about this now? Now can we talk about this? Like how far does it have to go? So it's like they ignore the claims of corruption. There's so much absurd crap that comes out that like we just talk about it just being like look at all of this and then they go oh see they're just mudslinging and it's just sleazy stuff and it's like well that's not where this started now we're talking about this now we're just throwing everything at the wall because you completely ignored the actual corruption that we talked about it didn't start with pictures of hunter biden in the nude i wasn't where like all of this conflict corruption and, and controversy began it's where it is now because you've ignored all of the other tangible proof of monetary corruption. So again, it's just this like – like first they say it's not true. It didn't happen. It doesn't matter. Well, he's a private citizen. And it's like, well, there's more evidence. And they're like, well, you're just mudslinging. Well, what about all this evidence? Well, it's just because he's a crackhead and, and Joe Biden loves his son. And you hate Joe Biden. You hate fatherhood. You hate love. So you're going after him because you hate love. I mean, man, if, if Hunter Biden was gay, they would just – It'd be over. They could just claim that every time. Like in this, 
Kendall says, if Republicans can calmly make their case, they would get more Democrats to listen. What a lie. What a ridiculous, absurd, disproven by facts and reality and the timeline lie. You make this case calmly and they start freaking out and, and calling you conspiracy theorists and shutting you down. And the FBI censors your story and Twitter deletes your whole account. And it's like it's just this ridiculous facade of like we are the calm, reasonable ones. And the Republicans are going crazy and screaming about this poor, addicted a lovely man who's just has some troubles in his life. It's like it's it's just such a blatant and infuriating lie when they say things like this. Which if they just made the case calmly, the Democrats would listen. It's like okay, well, what happened when we did make the case calmly? Did you listen? No. So shut up. So just stop this charade that you're carrying on. It's ridiculous. Nobody trusts it. Oh, and by the way. It's worth noting when you get to people like Ivanka Trump and uh, Jared Kushner, this article notes Hunter Biden, 53-year-old attorney and businessman, holds no public office and no official role in his father's government, unlike Ivanka Trump, who held a policy job out of the White House, as did her husband, Jared Kushner. What does that mean? That meant they were actually under the rules of the U.S. government. They actually had to report things to the U.S. government. They actually had to provide you know, their, their bank accounts and all these other things that you have to do when, when you work in the White House in order to prevent corruption. So that's not an argument like in favor of Hunter Biden. It would be less suspicious if Hunter Biden was actually given an official position. You could still call it nepotism or whatever, but it at least would bring him under the umbrella of oversight of the federal government. He's outside of that right now, and yet they use that as, as if it's evidence that uh, he's on the up and up while the Kushners are not. But it's the opposite. It's the opposite takeaway that I have. Let's go to your phone calls now. We have Wild in Wisconsin. I want to talk about the attack on Russia. Go ahead, Wild. You're on the air. Hey, Harry Potter. How you doing? Uh, I kind of had a c- c- combo call with what's going on with Russia. Okay. Uh, that like there's like um, old school. It's an old strategy, but it was buried uh, from like the age of like vampires and stuff, where they used like the myth of the vampire to freak out the enemy soldiers. And, like, soldiers would wear, like, socks and, like, sneak into the barracks and kill people and then, like, leave bite marks on them. And then they'd be like, oh, you know, vampires are around. Hmm. And then I also do think there's actual vampires, but that's a different story. So with Russia, I think they're going to use Blue Beam as, like, a combo, you know, suppress all the world citizens, the U.S. citizens, similar, like, corona lockdown, and then, like, attack Russia with, like... uh what looks like alien technology, but it's like Tesla technology. And Nikola Tesla was like near, uh, near the end of his life talking about hologram. And I think the hologram stuff with Bluebeam is like a cop-out for the anti-dimensional, you know, trans-dimensional stuff. Where like if, let's say, Alex Jones were like to run over to one of these aliens or spacecraft and try to touch it, and it disappears because it's a hologram projected by smoke and drone projectors and advanced uh, holograms, then they could say, well, you know, aliens are still real. They're just interdimensional. Oh, interesting. You know? Interesting. Yeah, how they could, how they could use Whatever that, happened yeah. with all the Tesla technology. You know, he even if you go to Google and type in, you know, Tesla UFO blueprint, you can see a Serbian schematic of what looks like a flying saucer 
you go to the FBI vault on page three on the bottom, on the same, if you type that into Google, you'll see the FBI vault release. And on page three, it talks about, um, it's underlined about how Tesla was Venusian and was working with the Galactic Federation. And um, I think one of the big, overall, one of the biggest issues we have on this planet is the fighting in between different tribes and different competing interest groups mm-hmm. is designed by God to fight for the future wars and future battles in the conquest and exploration of space. Where uh, I think yeah, up that's, in the that's, heavens, obviously, that's is where God is. Uh, yeah, man, a bunch of fascinating points. I don't have time to get into all of them, but uh, very good call. We'll go to more of your calls on the other side. Third hour begins in just a minute. We'll come back with a report by John Bound. You can find and share at band.video. We finally have our original best-selling colloidal silver back in stock. With the supply chain breakdowns and all the problems of the economy, we could not get the highest quality colloidal silver for almost three years back in stock. But now we've got it. 30 parts per million from the top lab. We've got a limited shipment. Hopefully we'll have a lot of it in the future. But if you want to experience and have in your medicine cabinet, have in your preparedness arsenal, high-quality colloidal silver from the best manufacturer, we have it right now private labeled under the name Silver Bullet at InfoWarsStore.com. Limited supply, 30% off. InfoWarsStore.com, Silver Bullet. Research colloidal silver. Find out what a game changer it is and then get yours at InfoWarsStore.com. Silver Bullet, back in stock, 30% off. InfoWarsStore.com.